Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm now sitting across the uh, way here from Jeremy White, co-host of the Howard and Jeremy show for the past 18 years, Jeremy. It's been pretty remarkable that you've been on the air with with one co-host for 18 years. But I mean... You've been able to work with Howard, and uh, now he's taking the time to walk away, to retire from the business. I mean, just your thoughts on your co-host making that decision to retire when he did. I finally wore him down, I guess, right? <laughs> 18 years is all anybody could take. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I know, you know he's leaving on his own terms. He wants to just sleep more, be a fan, not have sports consume his life so much. Um, or at least consume them as a hobby instead of as a job. So, yeah, I, I'm happy for him. It's um, obviously been a great career. He had a great career before we started together 18 years ago. Everybody knew who he was the day he walked in. And 18 years later, you know, it's been a, it's been a great run. Back in 2004 when you were given the reins to be the co-host of the Morning Drive show here in WGR, take me back to when you first found out you were working with Howard, what you knew about Howard at that time, and just how things developed so well between you two. I knew about Howard just because of Empire Sports Network. You know, he was on that, hosting shows, doing everything. He was like the do-all guy. And I was in the press box at Bills games for a couple of years early on, and he was a few seats down from me. I never actually went up and said hi or anything just because I figured, you know, he wouldn't care to hear from me. I was just some guy there for ESPN at the time. And uh, one day our program director, Andy Roth, at the time called me. I was working evenings at that time, afternoons into the evenings, and said, uh, don't come in today. You're not working tonight. And I was really f- scared, like, uh, why? <laughs> and he said, you're starting tomorrow with Howard Simon. And then they brought us in, introduced us, and said, you know, get after it tomorrow. Go for it. And, uh, you know, uh, people knew who he was. People didn't know who I was. It was just kind of a, a learning process, I guess. Um, growing up, I was 25 at the time, and learning on the fly, learning a lot from him, and also, I think, I hope you would say, he learned some things from me. I'm not sure if they're all good things. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just it was unexpected at the time. It was like a quick change. Things were going well at night, and they pulled me to the morning. And just over the years when working with him, what did you learn about him? And just why do you think it worked so well between you two? Howard is super easy to work with. He's very nice. He's very organized. Um, he's committed. He's... He's a pro in terms of all the stuff that people don't really realize has to go into a show about reading stuff on time and doing this and remembering that. Um, you know, we don't exactly hit our breaks on time, but we get everything and it's important. I and know a thing or two about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's always really important um, to get all the stuff in. And, you know, you kind of have to be like an air traffic controller when you're in that spot. And he's really good at that. And also, you know, welcoming listeners in. And I think people always appreciate people on the air that are real that live and die with the teams that lose sleep if there's a bad loss and on cloud nine if there's a good win and you know that's that's kind of how we roll and i think that's what really works for people is they want to hear people that are as invested as they are and there's really not much different about us and them than just like we're the guys that are going to talk about it for you know four hours straight and you know pop in when you can join us because we're going to be talking about it what kind of significance does it have to you that you were able to be on the air 
18 plus years with one co-host. I mean, in other markets across the country, sports radio especially, it's kind of unheard of to have not just one show, but two shows have the same co-host together for a decade plus. Yeah, yeah. the afternoon show's been together even longer than we have. Um, yeah, it is significant. I mean, I think it, it speaks to, and it, a lot of that was Bill's drought, and the Sabres have had some dark times too. So it's not even like it's all been easy. We've had NHL lockouts where you've got to host a talk show from what? after the Super Bowl to July with no local sporting event. Like, that that's not easy. And we got through that. But once you get through an NHL lockout like that, you think, like, oh, well, you can make it through anything. So even though there's downtime, whether it's a Bills offseason, it's still Bills season. That's that's the thing. Like, around here, people care about sports so much. And, you know, we're also a, a station, I think, and a show that doesn't exclude anybody from coming in. It's not a boys club or anything like that. It's, it's just come on in, hang out, and uh, – you know, join us if you can. Give us a call, but everybody's welcome, and you know we're all here for the same reason for the community and for the sports aspect of it. You're essentially getting the torch kind of passed you from Howard to you, and I know that you've known this for quite some time. But have you started to think about life on the station and life in the mornings without seeing Howard every day? And, yeah. and I know it's been a nice gradual period where it's been two times a week that you haven't seen him, three times a week you haven't seen him, but. Yep full-time in that matter not seeing him have you have you thought about that yeah the biggest adjustment for me is is going to be probably thinking about and booking guests regularly the biggest problem i've had so far when he's not here is our bills and sabers beat reporter just because i don't think to text them <laughs> howard sets up every day if sal's gonna be on at eight and paul's gonna be on at seven thirty or whatever and i'll get in the day after a sabers game and think oh my god i forgot to text paul which is the easiest thing to do, but like that's exactly the kind of thing that you would have to remember. So, you know, booking, laying out the show and kind of creating the framework of what's going to be where. Um, I've had a little bit of practice doing that. Not to say I never did any prep. I mean, my prep is more finding things to talk about, things to add in, um, different angles to take, and to now kind of be doing both of those things at once. You know, I've got Jody Biasi, who's been with me most days, um, that Howard's not in. So, you know, we're just starting to kind of get into our routine. People ask me for a long time, like, how early did you get up for your show? And 10 years ago, it was a lot earlier. Now, in these last few years with Howard, it's gotten so easy. We're so, you know, used to each other, used to what's going to happen. I know he's coming in with a couple things. I'm coming in with a couple things. We'll put it together. It'll make a nice meal. And now it's a little bit more about, like, to continue that metaphor – looking at a recipe, going to the store, okay, this, this, this. Can you get this? Don't forget this. Whereas, you know, for pretty much the last 10 years, that's been unspoken and totally natural to kind of just show up, start, and be off and running. I know that we've talked a lot about your 18 years with Howard, but is there anything in particular, one moment, a series of moments, anything that stands out that you'll always remember that time being on the air with Howard or you know, co-hosting and you've got Howard right next to you, just kind of riding along yeah. with you. Uh, one thing I, I really liked about Howard, he was always, I can remember, it's going to be a very specific event, but people will remember it. When Ryan Miller got run over by Milan Lucic against Boston <laughs> mm-hmm. and the Sabres were not in a big drought at that time. You know, it was a playoff race and we had Lindy on. We used to have Lindy Ruff on the show every Tuesday or whatever it was. And Howard was always really good with not being afraid to ask a guy or whoever's on the station, ask a hard question. Like, flat out, is your team tough enough? You know, Lindy would answer that. And at times where Lindy's job would be on the line. You know, 
asking a person to defend their own job status is not an easy question and not an easy thing to do. But I think, you know, when you've done it as long as Howard has or anybody gets in that long, if you're fair, people in those spots, coaches, players, will understand this is part of the job. And Howard is always really good at being tactful about that in asking those questions, tough questions, hard questions that, um, you know, it wasn't about ever trying to shock anybody or be any sort of um, shock jock rabble rabble. It was just honest questions that needed to be asked. Is your team tough enough? And I can remember Lindy Ruff saying, you know, the question was, do you think your team's tough enough? Yeah, I do. And then three days later, they played the Bruins again, and Gosset goes out and fights. And, <laughs> you know, you could still say the team wasn't tough enough or tried to get too tough after the fact. But, you know, it's about talking about the team, but also having access to the people that are important, whether that's a GM or a coach, and being able to say, people say, like, hold their feet to the fire. It's not quite that dramatic. People want to, like, come up with these incredibly damning questions. The reality is, like, ask it fair, and you'll get an answer. And you don't have to like the answer, but you have to be honest and hold people accountable and ask them the tough questions. I mean, you know that. And if you do it respectfully, it's, it's not rude. It's part of the gig. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.